It's Wednesday, February 23rd. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the end of COVID restrictions in England, the beginning of the end of 3G technology, updates on Russia and Ukraine, and winter storm notices. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. The minister to the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson, has announced the end to COVID restrictions in England. The other nations in the UK, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland now have the authority to implement policies for themselves. These rollbacks ironically come a day after Queen Elizabeth tested positive for the virus, but is said to be experiencing only mild symptoms. Policies ending include the following. The requirement to isolate after testing positive. The requirement that those close contacts of those who have tested positive to also test for seven days or to isolate for those unvaccinated. The requirement that employees inform their employers of a positive test. Tracking those who test positive. Government aid for workers who have to isolate but can't continue work from home. And providing free rapid testing to the public. Countries around the world are starting to roll back COVID-era policies as cases continue to decline. The pandemic has yet to be officially declared an endemic, but many governments and officials around the world are starting to consider ways to start living with COVID as opposed to trying to eradicate it. Yesterday marked the first day that wireless carrier AT&T is shutting down its 3G service. 3G technology allowed faster internet usage and connectivity in the earlier days of smartphones and smart devices, but with 4G and now 5G becoming the new standard, allowing for even faster service, wireless companies want to retire 3G so they can free up the airspace. So AT&T shut down yesterday, T-Mobile will retire 3G inherited from Sprint on March 31st and its own 3G on July 1st, and Verizon has a date of December 31st. The change will affect some older models of cell phones, e-readers, maybe some car mapping technologies. Some companies, however, are worried that it might be too soon to unplug. Some home security systems and also wearable emergency device companies worry that this move will affect products that provide important protections for its users. It's even been labeled Alarmageddon. Apparently, less than 1% of mobile traffic still use 3G. The idea is to archive that chapter of wireless technology to make room for the new. Russian President Putin has officially made moves against Ukraine that are sparking international reactions in the form of announced sanctions. For the last couple months, Russia has been amassing somewhere between 100,000 to 200,000 troops along the Ukrainian border. Ukraine allies like Europe and the U.S. have been warning Putin that should any sign of invasion take place, that there would be consequences in the form of sanctions and possibly even war. The last couple weeks have kept diplomats and leaders busy trying to maintain peace with Russia to avoid a conflict. A conflict would be a big deal as Russia controls much of the energy resources for Europe, and also a war between major world powers is inevitably going to have consequences felt worldwide, economically, politically, and certain militarily. But yesterday, President Putin may have crossed the line beyond diplomacy. 
What he did was recognize parts of eastern Ukraine as independent territories, meaning he's essentially declared areas that are officially a part of Ukraine as not Ukraine and is using this as justification to enter the territory. The problem is, is that Ukraine and its allies still consider the area a part of the country, so technically this would be Russia moving in. Putin is calling it a, quote, peacekeeping mission. A little more context on how this is happening. So throughout the many years that these two nations have been in conflict, some groups in eastern Ukraine have so-called separated themselves from the country, if you will. They're pro-Russian and are suspected to be secretly funded and backed by Russia. Over the years, conflict in the area with these groups have resulted in around 14,000 deaths. So it's these territories that now Putin is claiming as independent and free to enter. So now, all the nations that have been warning of consequences should there be an invasion have decisions to make. Is this considered an invasion? Does the West unleash their resources and defense for what Putin is calling a peacekeeping mission? Or is it the start of an invasion under the guise of peace? Some leaders have already announced moves. German Chancellor Schultz canceled the certification process for a gas pipeline project already underway between Russia and Germany. And the U.S. Secretary of State canceled a scheduled meeting with Russia's foreign minister that was supposed to take place Thursday. There will most definitely be more updates in the coming days. Much of the country, especially the northern part of the country, is under winter weather alerts this week, with multiple storms hitting. There are advisories for snow in the mid and northwest, rain in the east and south, and even ice warnings near the Great Lakes. As of yesterday, nearly 25 million people are under some kind of weather alert. It's expected that air travel will be delayed, and there are advisories out there for drivers to take extra caution considering the risk for icy roads or whiteout conditions. It's Wednesday, February 23rd, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you. So if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.